Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career, but you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome to episode 61 of Teachers in Transition. I'm Kitty Boytnot, the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. If you have listened to my podcast or watched the YouTube channel at all, you know that I alternate topics each week between stress management strategies because I am a certified stress management and sleep science coach. And I also talk about career transition because I'm a trained and experienced career transition and job search coach. This week, the topic is career transition. And I want to address this from the standpoint of a presentation that I offered just last week on how you can design your own dream job for the post-pandemic world. And what I mean by that is that everything is in flux at the moment. The entire world is at a point of upheaval, uncertainty, trying to grapple with and grasp the import of the coronavirus and how it's going to continue to impact the way we interact with one another, the way we conduct business with one another, the way we educate one another, the way we entertain one another. There has been no sector of our lives that hasn't been in some way, shape or form changed, profoundly changed in the last two, two and a half going on three months. And for some people that change has been more fundamental than others because for close to 40 million people, they've been thrown out of work. I haven't been to my hairdresser yet uh, since all of this began. And I know she's back to taking clients, but I haven't felt comfortable yet going out for a haircut. Uh, I used to go regularly as a regular clockwork to my nail technician that I've been a customer of since 2002. Uh, bi-monthly manicures and monthly pedicures. Haven't had any of that work done. I'm not even sure if she's open yet. 
so life for me and those what I would have said important and essential ways before all of this has changed and I'm reconsidering what is essential and what's important and what what I have to have in order to survive and what I need as opposed to what I want and all of us are having to grapple with that the the folks that offer um, stocking in the grocery store are the people who are the cashiers and the workers making sure that everything is working smoothly at the drugstore. Everybody has it been impacted. And I know that if depending on who you listen to and what channel of news you watch, you may be get, getting conflicting information. My best advice is to rely on the scientist and to verify anything and everything that you read on Twitter or Facebook or anywhere else. Go to the approved COVID-19 websites and get up-to-date information from your state or local health department. Don't depend on things that you may see on Facebook that are alarming and often not true. So we're, we're managing, we're, we're making our way through this pandemic, but what will life look like and feel like on the other end of all of this? Because assuming that we can't get back to normal, whatever that's going to look like until after a vaccine has been tested, approved and tested and um, tr tried to make sure that it will work and that it's, you know, not, not something that's going to make people even more sick. What do, what do we do when we can leave the house and feel safe and get back to some semblance of normal in the workplace? The, the big question, it seems like to me, is do you think you're going to have a job when all of this is over? For those of you who may have been thrown out of work for now, Will you have a job to go back to? And for those who will have a job to go back to, do you want to go back to it? Or has this whole situation, this whole episode, this whole pandemic business, has it caused you to reconsider what you're doing for a living? You know, I wrote a post this week called The Difference Between making a living and making a life. And I talk about this a lot because I think it's an important distinction. Making a living is about how you, we earn our money, how we pay the bills. But often we take jobs that we hate because they help us to pay the bills. We're making a living. But if we hate our job, it's doubtful that we're actually making a full life for ourselves because hating our work impacts us in other ways that we may or may not be aware of. It can impact your health in a negative way if you hate your job and you're simply going in and clocking in time and putting in time in return for some sort of salary. You, if you hate that, it impacts, the, it, it creates stress, internal stress that will eventually make you sick. 
It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And if you hate your job and you come home tired and grumpy, you may take it out on the people who you live with. And then that begins to erode your relationships and can cause friction there so that your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your extended family is not as happy and fulfilling as it could be. So I, I question you, are you making a living or are you making a life? And if you are simply going through the motions and making a living, is it time right now during this disruption that we're experiencing? Is it time to consider what your other options might be? And if you don't think you have options, I want to challenge that notion. We all have options. We all have the opportunity to choose on a day-to-day -day basis how we spend our minutes, our hours, our days. In the article that I wrote this week, I referenced, and I'll post it in the show notes, I referenced the song Seasons of Love from the musical Rent. And the reference to how many minutes are in a year. And one phrase that refers to the minutes, and I can't just, I wish I could just remember 5,000 5, something something, 2,500 minutes in a year. That many minutes, so dear. Because the time we've been given is limited. We don't have an infinite amount of time, even though we often act like we do. It's perhaps another lesson in this pandemic. When you look at the list of people who have died from COVID-19, often prematurely, you know, there's this sense that, well, it only affects older people. You know, if you're 65 or older, which is the category I'm in, which is why I'm not anxious to go out and get a haircut or, or get my nails done. So I'm in, a, I'm in the high risk category. I may seem old to everybody else, but I'm not ready to go anywhere just yet. I wanna make the most of the days that I have left, however many they may be. And so do you and so does everyone else. We should not discount anyone's life just because they happen to be older. Their lives are precious too. And when we especially look at the younger people who have died from COVID in their 20s, in their 30s, in their 40s, you could say struck down in the prime of their lives. The days that they've spent up to that point of leaving this world, each one has been precious. It's been a gift. And you have a gift of time too. So how do you want to choose to spend that time? And if it's time to make a change, what are you going to do about it? When are you going to finally decide to make that change? I am suggesting that now is the time to start thinking about making that change and to not just think about it, but to start taking some action around making the change that you think you want. And if you're not sure what it is that you would like to do next, but you know that what you've been doing isn't satisfying, it isn't making you feel like you're living a life, but you're only making a living, then perhaps it's time to undertake 
a program or, or some some help that will help you to move forward in your action. So I offer a program that is called Jumpstart Your Job Search. It's an updated, revamped version of an original program that I wrote back in 2015. It's an online digitized course. I call it Jumpstart Your Job Search 2.0. And I want to invite you to consider the possibility of taking a look at one of those packages. I'll, I'll post the uh, link to the show notes. I offer four options and they range right now from $97 to $797 each with a payment plan. And the reason I, and the $797 package is a, normally an $1,197 program. I'm referring to the discount as a pandemic pricing. Because I know that if you're a teacher especially, and, and since I cater to teachers, I may be speaking to teachers right now. If you're a teacher, I know you're financially fragile. Some of you may or may not have a job to go back to in the fall. I read yesterday in Education Week, over 300,000 teacher jobs are likely to be lost according to Education Week. Drastic cutbacks because states and localities are strapped for cash and money that they had intended to put into their education budgets and raises for teachers has needed to be diverted to taking care of testing, hospitalizations, things that needed to be done in order to make it through this far in the pandemic. So the financial repercussions of the pandemic will continue on. They will ripple on for months and months. And people who work for the government, especially at the local level and at the state level, are likely to be furloughed or let go. Uh, this is similar to what happened back in 2008 and 9. Jobs just poofed, went away. Different reason, same result. So if you find yourself being worried about whether or not you're going to have a job to go back to, you certainly need to be planning for that. And if you have a job, you're pretty sure you're going to have a job, but it's not a job that you love and not a job that you're eager to get back to even when it's available to you to go back to. It's time to think about making a change. So my program teaches what to do from start to finish, A to Z, nuts and bolts of a successful job search or a career transition from one career into another career. And I've been working with teachers especially, but I also work with mid-career professionals who are burnt out, done with one type of work that they have not enjoyed that is only taken of physical and mental and emotional toll on them and they're ready to move into something new. They just don't know yet what that something new is because out of a hundred people, if I asked them, if I gave you a magic wand and you knew exactly and, and you could wave it and be, do or have anything in the world that you wanted, do you know what that would be? Only, Two out of a hundred can tell me without hesitation. Oh yeah, I would be. The other 98 go, huh? Oh, gee, gosh, that's a great question. I wish I knew. Because often we haven't thought about what we want to do. We've been conditioned to take what we can get 
or to settle for what we can find. I want to contend to you that I don't think that's the best way to live your life. I want you to live intentionally. I want you to be able to design the life you want, create the life you can love. Do I think that's possible? I absolutely do because I did it seven years ago. I started from scratch. I retooled and reinvented my career from scratch. None of this was available to, I had to create everything. I had to get certified as a life strategies coach and then a stress management coach and a holistic life coach and a sleep science coach. And then I got trained with an internationally renowned career coach and I worked with her and her company for 14 months. And then I went solo and I created this course from scratch and now I've updated it and expanded it and improved it from scratch. I've helped hundreds of people redirect their skills and their passion into work that they love. And I can help you too if you're ready to make the change. Now, I only care to work with people who are ready to take action themselves. I can't do it for you and no coach can. You have to do the work yourself, but I can help you. I can facilitate the change that you want if you're willing to be coachable and you're ready to make the change that you want. And I want to suggest to you that now is the time. While everything is in flux, while we've had to pause in our lives and we're perhaps getting slowly back to some semblance of normal, although I think the court is still out on whether or not that's possible, given that there are a lot of people who don't seem to be following the CDC guidelines about social distancing, and this weekend they put themselves and other people at risk, I think. And so we may see a spike in another couple of weeks, and if we do, <laughs> everything's going to be shut down again. So this is the time, the pause time to think in terms of what do you want to do after the pandemic is behind us? What is the life you'd like to create for yourself? I want to invite you to think about that. And I want to invite you to consider that if you think you can use help and you would like to work with me, I've got a brand new coaching group starting June 1st, which is just a few days away. I would love to have you check out the sales page with all, all four purchase options available. I've reduced the prices on the web page so that you could purchase right from that page if you're ready to take charge of your own life. June 1st, just a few days from now, a brand new group starting from the very beginning of the program. So now's the perfect time to take action. And if you think you might not have a job, you need to be planning. If you think you might have a job, but you didn't, aren't really excited about going back to it, it's time to take action. So what do you say? Give it a look. Let me know if you have any questions. Email me at kittyboytnot at gmail.com for additional information. Set up an appointment with me at teachers at teachersintransition.com forward slash calendar. If you'd like to talk about your particular situation. I'd love to chat with you about 
what's going on in your world and how I might help. That's it for this week. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stay well. Be kind to yourself and to others. Bye for now. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.